Welcome to a Precure Podcast Engage, the podcast we talk about anything but the Pretty Cure franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, Chico. And I'm Protector of Delight, Cure Cassidy. And today, as you heard, we are talking about not Pretty Cure and also not Ben 10. Today is just a day for bonus content. Scheduling you- is weird. Scheduling is weird. With the current... Not landscape. Is that the word? The current... Climate? I don't know. I was just going to say that we haven't really gotten a chance to record. And we didn't put up last week's episode yet at time of recording. Yeah. And I haven't watched another episode of Pretty Cure yet. Neither have I. So, instead of giving you Pretty Cure, which we will next week, I promise. This is my promise to you. Our listeners, we are going to be talking about other stuff. Stuff we have talked about briefly. Well, we've had one of them is has its own entire episode. But stuff we talked about briefly that we're going to talk about you in a full-on episode. I have no idea how long this episode is going to be, so... I, I don't know either. It's a mystery. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know how long this first segment's going to last, because I don't... There's no end point to it. No. You know? Yeah. (laughs) You know, sometimes you do stuff for podcasts and you're just like, just do it. Worry about the rest. (laughs) This would be a funny joke. And then it becomes an entire podcast. Yes. (laughs) Looking at you, Ben 10. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But let's talk about what we're talking about first. We're talking about Kathy. Yeah, we're talking about Kathy. Ack. Ack. So ever since we first talked about Kathy on this podcast, I have now slowly started uh, introducing the word ack into my actual vocabulary, and it's all your fault. (laughs) It's a very good thing to just say. I I was saying it before we talked about Kathy, but then one time I said ack and then looked up Kathy. (laughs) Because I wanted to post just, like, a big old picture of her saying, Ack. Yes. Um, it's good. Yeah. I feel like, because, like, this is not about Kathy, but I'm just going to talk about it. Yeah, uh, th- it's, this... As long as it's not pretty, Carol, we're fine to talk about whatever. Uh, it's one of those things where, like, when you're dating someone for long enough, you start, like, picking up each other's, like, traits and stuff. I realize mm-hmm. a lot, some of the things you say, I now say. Uh-huh. Like, it could be anything. It's something that you would say all the time, and now I start saying. Here's the thing. It's <laughs> a thing that I only started saying to you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have no reason to say that phrase any other time, except for when we're watching a show that I've already seen. <laughs> And you ask me a question, and I have to say, it could be anything. <laughs> this is our version, this is our personal version of when Shannon says, uh-huh, on Kingdom Smarts. <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, have you noticed if that you've done or started saying something that I've hmm. picked up anything from me? Um, you know, I'm not... The thing is, I'm trying to think of things that you say or do that I would not have already been doing before. Hmm. I can't think of anything. I don't even know what I say most of the time. Hmm. I mean, I'm much more of a romantic fool, but I'm not sure if that's something that I'm picking up from you or if it's just a part of my personality. (laughs) I mean, I am also a romantic fool, so could be anything. Could be anything. Well, enough about our relationship. For now. For now. I mean, it is kind of, like, (laughs) it's a weird (laughs) thing, because it also is, like, we were talking about this before recording. Um, 
but also like in a weird way it's basically the foundation of this podcast yes <laughs> it is for those of you who don't know and i don't know why you would know because i don't feel like we've ever mentioned it on the podcast or like i guess if you were like someone who knew us back in 2018 you would be probably aware of this fact because like but that we decided to do a podcast together this podcast and then five days later we started dating yes it was literally five days it went from (laughs) the day after christmas to new year's night (laughs) you know that weird time between uh christmas and new year's where you're just not sure what's going on it was during that period i'm like maybe i should just tell cassidy that Uh, I can't imagine a world where this podcast doesn't exist that we're not dating. Yeah, that would be uh, a strange version of this universe. Alright. Where are my glasses? Where are your glasses? They are. Oh, they're over on my bed. See, you said that, and for a moment, I thought to myself, where's my glasses? Despite the fact that I'm wearing my glasses. My glasses? I can't see without my glasses. (laughs) That reminds me, once this podcast is over, uh, I gotta talk. Do you know when I'll be back on the podcast? Kids and their dog, not this podcast. Um, I don't know. I mean, sometime after July. After after July, we don't have any plans. July is a big event, and that's pretty much it. August starts a law list. Yeah, 100%. Lawless wasteland, for sure. Anything could happen. Could be anything. Could be anything. Speaking of romance, I know we're talk- we need to talk about Kathy. Well, we don't need to talk about Kathy. But eventually, hopefully, all of you will get to hear my boyfriend on this podcast. Cause I'm trying to convince him, guest, that all- both of my partners here mm-hmm. talk to me about the Magical Girl Show. Also, also. Sorry. So, oh, go ahead. No, you can go ahead first. I was going to say something about our decision to talk about Kathy. But you you go in first, because that's like a change in conversation. Also, I bought a new pin that says Magical Boy, and I felt like bringing it up on this podcast, because you talk about Pretty Cure. It's very good. It's on brand. Yes, I will share it all. I'll post it on via Twitter. Maybe I'll post it on the Twitter before we release this episode. This episode's not coming out for like a week. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess it would be next Sunday. Yeah. Which would be... The 20, or no, the 21st, Father's Day. Oh, Father's Day, actually. You could probably put it on the Twitter right now, because I have a picture of it uh, in my trans uh, chat group. This will make sense in two weeks. <laughs> Alright, let's, this is a really bad picture, but I'll share it anyways. My phone doesn't like taking good pictures, or oh, I just can't, I have an inability to take good pictures with my phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I say that, but I don't know. People tend to like my selfies, so I guess I don't take the worst pictures. Alright, start talking about Kathy again. <laughs> so, yeah, um, the thing is, I I thought about having us do, like, a full episode on one of the Kathy animated specials, because there's three of them, and they're all the length of a regular episode, like, of the things we normally talk about. Uh, but I'm just, we're just gonna randomly talk about we're going to talk about random Kathy comics. I found a web thing that I can hit random on. Um, and if you'd like to follow along, I'm just going to, I'll give you the date of the comic strip. <laughs> I meant that for the people at home, but I guess also you. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's, let's just start with this next one here. Random. We have the... Kathy comic for October 13th, 2014. Which date? October 13th, 2014. October is the 8th month? No, it's not. It's the 10th month. What was the year? 2014. Oh, that's pretty recent. I guess if... It's five years ago. (laughs) Six years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's five years. Yeah. Oh, this is a good one. We sense the time has come. The signs are suddenly all around us. We feel it. We know it, and then one day the right person says it. Three words that will forever change us. Uh, And then the next line is someone saying four words. 
which yes. is upgrade your cell phone. Yes. <laughs> that is four words. That is four words. Kathy also says four words, which is I'm not ready yet. They're also at like a weird candlelit dinner um, with what are, I'm guessing are supposed to be wine glasses, but definitely look more like margarita glasses. Yeah. Also, I'm not sure what's coming off the top of his cell phone. I think that's just part of the background. Oh. Or no, no, that's an antenna. That's an oh. antenna on the cell phone. Who has an antenna on their cell phone still? I think that's Kathy's phone. I think he's telling her to upgrade it. Oh, well, I guess that makes more sense. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you gotta update your cell phone, Kathy. All right, we got... Oh, this is going way, way back in the vault. This next one is in, on February 14th, Valentine's Day of 1992. Ooh. Hey, you know, that was when I was supposed to be born. Because that's the year of my birth, and then I was supposed to be born on Valentine's Day. Oh, and instead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was a born a earlier. month earlier. <laughs> uh, I was not yet born. No. You're uh, younger than me. <laughs> yep, that's true. I am baby. Um, it's talking about sending men flowers. Yes. <laughs> and also including a gift card mentioning that if he doesn't come up with an engagement ring tonight, he'll, she'll walk. <laughs> this is Kathy's, I'm guessing, work associate. Yes. You know what? I agree with this lady. I would love getting flowers. Send me flowers. Okay. That's, I mean, that it wasn't just directed at you, Cassie. It's just directed at people. Although, if I got sent flowers from any of our listeners, I would be concerned. You would be very concerned because they would have to have gotten your address first. <laughs> yes. I mean, I feel like maybe, depending on who listens to our podcast, if it's any of my friends, they might know my address. Like if Landon, one of our previous guests, listens to this. Well, previously mentioned my favorite guest on the show. Yes. Uh, he knows where I live, so if he sent me flowers, I wouldn't be like, how did you know where I lived? But if someone else sent me flowers, then I'm like, how did you get my address? <laughs> Send me virtual uh, flowers. That's less creepy. <laughs> Just take a picture of a flower and send it to me. So I uh, hit the random button again. Yes. On December 29th, 2001. December 29th, 2001. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still a oh. Christmas scene there. They have their tree up and such. And Kathy's mom has a cat on the chair. Yes. And Kathy wants to take a picture. And then the mom wants to take a picture. And they get in a fight over who's taking a picture. And then their <laughs> hair's all messy, so they have to start over. Is that a cat? I thought that was a dog. You know, it's hard to tell. <laughs> like, I am zoomed in, but also I'm not wearing my glasses, so it's a little blurry. I don't know, like, kind of, like... It's got, like, a weird nose, and that's all I can tell about it. The ears kind of gives me, like, dog vibes. Mm. Also, I feel like cats in, like, comics are, like, more, I guess, pointier than dogs. I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna break the random trend, and I'm gonna see if there's, like... A- what the newest Kathy is. Oh, the most recent? Yeah. Alright, the newest one for June 11th, 2020, which is the day we are recording this. <laughs> um, it's a comic about yard sale and marketing. If you put up a sign for a yard, if you put it in your yard, they will come. If you scream enough, they'll all go away. <laughs> Oh, this is a, a very good one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I hit random. Uh, it's November 19th, 2012. It's uh, it's three blank panels and then a little text box that says coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy a print of this comic if you'd like. Okay, this is interesting. Um, so for a lot of these other comic panels on this website we're looking at there's also a button to license this comic oh um oh wait hold on is this not actually a kathy comic okay maybe that wasn't just like a maybe that actually wasn't a kathy comic maybe oh. that's like a placeholder um because it's like that for like the rest of the week oh interesting let's see what the first one on the site is we'll wipe back oh wow 
Oh, wow, this art style. Oh, yeah, it changes a lot. Original Kathy design is very different from modern Kathy yeah. design. Although this is still, like, a relatable thing. This is from November 22nd, 1976, where uh, the phone starts... Well, she's like... Because, like, I guess this is, like, an ex or something. And she's like, Kathy. This is, like, during her time where she's, like, off and on with some of the people. Yeah. Uh, she says, Kathy, he hurts you too many times. Next time he calls, just bite your tongue and give him your answer. And then the phone starts ringing, and she actually, like, bites her tongue <laughs> as she says the word yes. 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 This second panel, like, the way, like, she looks really nervous is, it's just really good. Like, this is from 1976, but, like, I like this. This I saw was not that bad. Her mouth is just so huge. I'm I'm curious now about what this license, this this comic button is about. Um, so I'm curious, let's see, licensing it for a blog post for non-commercial use is $35. Huh. huh. One year use of presentation is $275. How much is it? Did you say $235? $275. 75 that's even more than 35 <laughs> Yep. Uh, so now I'm checking to see how much it would cost to have a print of one of them, just out of curious curiosity. Um, let's see. This is incredibly strange. Okay, so custom print order. Yeah. So you get the print on, let's say you were just getting it on an 8.5 by 11 print. It's got a, a it's a four frame comic strip enlarged to about 4 by 12. No, it's going to be a little bit smaller. The actually the the, the comic itself will be three by nine. Um, it's twenty nine ninety five for just the print. If you oh. want a frame, it, if you want like to say a blackwood frame, it jumps to one hundred and twenty nine dollars. Oh wow, it's an expensive comic. Yeah, that's strange. Uh, anyway, so this is one from September twentieth, two thousand seven. Um. Kathy's just like, I didn't even want to eat cookies. Why did I eat these cookies? I wasn't even thinking about eating cookies. It's incredible. I also clicked on random and I found a very good one. Uh, this is uh -huh. January 31st, 1997. Uh-huh. Where she's like, I never know what's the balance of my checkbook. And I'm sick of it. So she has this software that she's installing to her uh, computer so that she'll know, like, every minute of every day how much she has in the bank. Because this is uh -huh. before we had online banking, because this is 1997. Mm -hmm. uh, and then <laughs> the last panel is, step one, enter your current checkbook balance. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, yeah, that would be the first step. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, remember... Before online stuff made things easier. I mean, I guess in 1997, I was only five years old. And you were, like, no baby. So I, I don't even remember which year you said, because I, I I pulled up another one that features very prominently Kathy with fangs. Oh, uh, I said 1997. Ah, uh, yes, I would be two years old, maybe, depending on what time of year. Uh, this is... Uh, January 31st, so... I would yet. have been one year old. <laughs> I just realized that it's not supposed to be fangs. I oh? finally figured out what it's supposed to be going on there. Yeah? It's, yeah. It's, like, biting your lower lip. Oh. But I definitely prefer thinking about it as fangs. Yeah. Me too. Um, so this is one from 2001, August 7th, 2001. Um... And it's about anxiety. Ah. Uh, especially anxiety and buying a new car. And, okay, just don't crash the new car on the way home. <laughs> don't crash the new car on the way home. It'd be so humiliating to crash the car on the way home. I couldn't tell anyone I'd have to leave town. Did you say August 2nd? August 7th. 7th. Right. I have the 2nd, which is also about cars, but, like, buying a car? Uh, it's about driving a car home. Well, the one I was looking at. 
Because I went to the second by accident. Okay. Oh, it looks like uh, all these comics, from, like this week, have this guy selling her a car. Huh. Well, except for the one on the fifth, which is about a grocery store. I was curious, since I was already in 2001, to see what the September 11th, 2001 comic would be. And it's about... Hmm. It's about picking something to wear to a wedding. An ex-boyfriend's wedding. Ah. And I was like, well, maybe they'd do something different for the next one. But no, it's about... It's still about picking stuff out for a wedding. Huh. So now I'm looking at some of the next comics... Which is also about buying clothes. Yeah. They're just trying to figure out elegant outdoorsy outfits. Yeah. (laughs) Here comes the bride is nothing compared to here comes the ex-girlfriend of the groom. That's a September 14th, 2001 comic. Alright, let me hit random again. Okay, this is one from 1998. February 16th, 9.45 a.m. Convinced myself I can't add a column of numbers without a giant blueberry muffin. 1 p.m. Convinced myself I can't write a business letter without a cookie. 3.30 p.m. Convinced myself I can't read a fax without a piece of chocolate. Why can't I convince myself I can't do anything without a one-mile walk? Why can't I talk myself into a vegetative state if I haven't had my sit-ups? My 1998 goal, to develop a healthier, defeatist attitude. Incredible. Hold on a sec, I don't understand this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's from May 6, 1995, where uh, the, she's at her restaurant with her mom, and uh, their waitress is like, oh, do you want dessert? And she says, Memorial Day is in a month? Why do you need to look good for Memorial Day? What do I not understand about Memorial Day? Um, you know, I'm not sure. But now I'm curious what my birthday Kathy was. Oh, no, they didn't do a Kathy on my birthday. Oh no! Now I'm curious about my birthday. Let me see about the 24th of June. Okay, I I think I might be at my limit of things I can say about Kathy Comics. Yeah. I will say that I could not find... There was not one for my birthday either. Which is a shame. Why don't you want to give me a comic for my birthday? Alright. Are we ready to start the next part? Um, yeah. Did you decide which one you are going to talk about? Um, I'll probably probably mention both, but like only talk about one. Yeah. Um, but so it's time for anime book report. Did you want to go first? Because I know you thought about doing one. Yes. Uh, I wanted to talk about the, so this anime is not out. Not out? No, it's like, sorry. Sometimes words get mixed up in my head. Mm -hmm. Uh, this anime is not finished yet. I believe it has two more episodes out, but I like I'm already pretty sure I know how it's gonna end. Because it's my next life as a bonus, All Routes Lead to Doom, which is based off the light novel of the same name. And if you know me, if you've seen my Twitter accounts, you will know that I'm very into light novels and that my next life as a bonus, All Routes Lead to Doom, is one of my favorites. But I would just be talking about the anime and kind of com- what's good. At- I really was really excited for this. And like during the, uh, this is the spring season. No. Yeah. Spring season. Summer has, the summer season hasn't started yet. So for the f- winter season, we had, uh, an adaption of Sorcerer Stabber Orphan that's more closer to the light novels. And also one for Infinite Dendrogram. And, both of those were pretty alright. I haven't read the uh, light novels yet for Sorcerer Saber Orphan, but I did read the one for Infinite Dendrogram, and I felt like that one rushed through to, like, to cover four volumes of the light novels, which I thought was like not the way to pace that. But Next Life as a Villainous, all it leads to do, has covered just the first two, which basically is like the f- first full story arc, because the premise of My Next Life as a bonus, all else leave to do. If you can guess that it's an isekai by the name, which if you don't know what an isekai is, it's essentially a story where someone is transported to another world, usually from Japan to a fantasy world or like a video game. In this case, uh, Katrina Klaus, we don't get her 
a name that she had before she was transported. She gets hit by her car. She was, like, a 17-year-old high school student. She gets hit by her car uh, because she stayed up late playing this Otome game called Fortune Lover. And when she gets hit by the car, she is reincarnated into the body of one of the characters in Fortune Lover, but not the main heroine. She gets transported into the body of one of the antagonists of the game, the villainess. And in this... In the original game, this villainous character, Katrina Klaus, either dies or gets exiled from her kingdom. And when Katrina realizes that she's in the body of this character, she's like, I can't have that happen. I have to prevent these doom flags from triggering so that I don't die or get exiled to somewhere else and have no idea how to live. So the premise is that you you start off the story with her, like, where she's eight years old, when she, like, I think it's like seven or eight, where she, like, realizes, like, oh... I have all these memories of my previous life playing this game. And so she starts devising plans. <laughs> Katrina Klaus, the, the one thing that everyone loves about her, like, in the story and outside the story, is that she's incredibly dense. She is lovingly referred to as Bakarina in the fandom community because she just does not understand a lot of things. Like, she's... She's very oblivious to what's going on around her. And, like, you could say she's just a dense person. I feel like she is. Like, I understand. I'm pretty much the same, too. But also, I feel like a lot of it is also... She's so obsessed with avoiding her doom. Like, these doom flags. That she just is too focused on that. That she's not really aware that, like, once she realizes that she's in this game world, she's already changing the story. So instead of leading to these to these doom flags, to these eventual either dying or being exiled, she instead makes the entire cast, all four love, male love interests, the two other female rivals, and the heroine of the game fall in love with her. It is a reverse mixed harem isekai, and it is incredible. It's just, it's a very comedy-based, like... If you're looking for it to, like... Like, there is romance in it, but, like, it's very more comedy-based. Katrina's oblivious to the affections of all her friends. But it's just so good, because, like, she's such an endearing character that you just want to watch her bumble around, like, trying to avoid the Doom Flags, but also feeling sympathy towards all the other characters who are in love with her, and she's just not aware of that. It's just so good. I really enjoy the story. I really enjoy Katrina as a character. I love all the love interests. Some I like more than others. Like, I have my favorite to win. Or, my favorite that she would get with. I don't think it's Nicole, who is, like, this, like, silent type who's, like, the older brother to one of the other, to one of the girls in the story. One of the girl rivals. Uh, I just really like those types of characters, so I was like, oh, that would be interesting. And also, he's one of the few people that Katrina has, like, shown, like, actual, like, attraction to because he's so fucking damn good-looking. She's like, oh, every time, like, there's a scene later on where, I'm talking about the light novels now because this is not going to show up in the anime yet, if unless there's a second season. I would love a second season, but, like, where he, like, they perform, like, they, they hmm, sorry, they... Start talking about, start reading lines from a play, and one of the lines he says to her is, I love you. And, like, he's, like, staring at her, and, like, she just, like, passes out because this attractive man says, I love you to her. <laughs> it's really good. But, like, the anime is just, it's done so well with the source material, like, all the jokes, all, like, the fun parts where, like, you get to see how all these characters fall in love with her and, like, what they like about her. Like, because she's a very straightforward person, and she just cares so much about other people too that everyone's like drawn to her because she's just so like open and straightforward and they don't have to feel like she's like trying to like deceive them because like mo almost all these characters are nobility and like that's not a very common thing so it's just a lot of fun and there have been like anime only episodes that have also happened and I really enjoyed those like there's one of them where they get like transported inside a book where everyone ha lives out there like fantasy and all of it like uh Sophia and no Mary and uh Maria are the only ones outside the book so they watch like they open up the book and watch as each of the other love interests like 
live out a, like a scene where they're like being romantic with Katrina, and it's just really good. Katarina, I've been calling her. Have I been calling her Katrina? Uh, I think for the most part you've been saying Katrina. You may have said Katarina at the beginning, also. Her name's Katarina. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's an A and there's an extra A in there. It's Katarina. It's fine. Don't come. Please don't be mad at me because I messed up her name. I I swear I love this series. <laughs> Look, if they were going to be mad at us for messing up names, they probably would have said something back when we were talking about Fergie. <laughs> That's true. So I will say, if you like, I don't want to excite that most people who have been watching the anime, because like I really love it, but I really love the source material and like other people, but like people are, like getting like tired of Isekai, so I'm really glad that people have been really enjoying the anime as well. You know, because it's something that I love, and I'm glad other people are also really loving. And I really want them to adapt more of the volumes, because it's up to, I want to say, five or six in English, and like, not eight or nine in Japanese. It's just a lot. And like, over the stories, there's just more and more people are added to like, this group of Lemchess that love Katarina. And it's just a delight. I don't know if the series is going to end. Like, I know the anime is probably going to end where the anime... Where the second volume ends, where if you don't want to be spoiled for uh, what happens, uh, essentially Katarina gets to a point because she, if you watched the recent episode, you know that uh, she's been put into like a coma by one of the characters. So like when she comes out of that, she's like, "Oh, it's the end of the game. What's gonna happen? Like what what path? Like who's fell who fell in love with Maria?" And instead, everyone's like, oh, no, we all love you, Katarina. And Katarina's like, oh, so this is the friendship ending. Completely oblivious that everyone's like, no, we're romantically in love with you, not, like, this is, <laughs> it's just really good. If you just want a light-hearted reverse harem isekai, you just want something that's delightful, I would definitely recommend it. And, like, since it's so close to the source material, I think the anime is just fine. You don't, I would... I mean, I want people to read the light novels, but you don't have to. I think it's a very good adaption of the light novels. Hmm. Yeah, it's been on my watch list for a little bit. I just, I need to, I was actually mostly waiting for it to finish so I could just binge it. Because that's how I watch most anime. Yeah. Well, you have about two more weeks and it will be completed. Hmm. Yeah, because it was one of the, because it's one of the series that didn't have to be delayed due to uh, COVID, because it was already completed before everything went to shit. Hmm. Alright, take it away, Cassidy. Okay. My anime... Okay, so I literally, earlier today, just finished watching season one of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, and that is not what I'm here to talk about. Um, (laughs) But I will say that I I think it's better than Yu-Gi-Oh! original series. It sounds really good. Look, I'm also listening to the dub, uh, or watching the dub. It's mostly listening. Um, but uh, the main character did send someone to a hospital because he hugged them too hard. He he hugged someone so hard that they had to get st- helicoptered out on a stretcher. Oh my god, Cassie. <laughs> what is happening, UQGX? Uh, it's good. It's so good. I, 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 like, okay. People are always talking about Kaiba, right? You know, Kaiba yes. from original Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, Chaz Princeton is so much better, in my huh. opinion. He's such, he's such an, he's a kid who wants to be, like, the moody, emo, cool guy. <laughs> so badly. <laughs> but also, like, halfway through the first season, his deck becomes, I found a bunch of trash in a hole in the ground. Oh, no. <laughs> That's literally, like, okay, he gets challenged to, I'm going to just talk about Chaz Princeton for a second. He gets challenged to a duel again by his brothers uh, for the fate of the entire duel academy. Um, and the, the stipulation is that he's only allowed to use monsters with 500 or less attack. Oh. And so he's like, all right, well, where am I going to even, like, find that many cards? I got to build an entirely new deck. And... <laughs> One of the professors tells him about this rumor about a, an abandoned well out in the woods where everybody throws their garbage cards. <laughs> and so he goes there. 
<laughs> and oh he builds God. a deck entirely out of garbage. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you know, for the longest time I avoid watching GX. Maybe I should just watch it. Oh, GX is so much better. Uh, and it's like, okay, so GX has dual spirits going on, which are like ghosts of the monsters that are on the cards because they're like, the you know, the whole thing about it originally being an ancient Egyptian game involving actual spirits these are the same spirits but now they have a different way to access the world um and chaz princeton sees the most of them and i think that's very interesting from a character like perspective like even if you haven't watched gx you probably know that the main character of gx Jaden yuki which is the english name i'm only using the english names um uh, can see a winged Karibo spirit that helps him out and hangs around him all the time that no one else can see, except um, Chaz can also see it because he can also see a bunch of dual spirits constantly after he mm. goes to the well. Um, basically, every card in his deck has a spirit that just hangs out with them, and he hates all of them, <laughs> especially the Ojamas. Oh my god. Uh, and there, uh, there's another episode that's takes place on dual monster spirit day or something like that um incredible where there's a there's a costume duel a cosplay duel basically where the people of dueling have to are like in you know cosplay uh chaz isn't dueling he's on commentary but he's in like a full like out like he is basically wearing a mechanical suit of god hold on let me see if i can find it it's so hilarious. He's wearing a suit that makes him look like XYZ Dragon Cannon or something like that. And it's so it's so funny. Um anyways, that's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm here to talk about Hero Man. Uh Hero Man is a manga written by Stan Lee that was like you know, like someone else did the art for it. Um, and then it was uh, animated by Bones, um, who you might know from doing Mob Psycho and My Hero, or um, I think they also did they did a few other things like Full Metal Alchemist and Alran High School Host Club. Yeah, they're a pretty uh, big uh, yeah animation company in Japan. They did Hero Man, which is about it's America. It takes place in America. Um. The main character, Joey Jones, who's such a very good boy. Um, he hangs out with his best friend, Sai, his crush, Lena, who's a cheerleader, obviously. Um, and just, like, a really weird professor. Like, this professor is the equivalent of, like, one of those, like, slackers who does really well on tests. Oh, um, okay. He's... Uh, so the professor at the beginning of the show, um, Joey is tinkering with like a, a toy robot that he found in the trash because he's trying to fix it because he didn't like the way that it got thrown away. Um, at the same time, the professor is in his shed in his shed behind the school, sending out uh, radio waves into space, trying to you know contact extraterrestrial life. Okay. Um, and then, you know, it gets received by an alien race called the Scruggs, who are basically, like, bigger, larger-than-human-sized bug people. Most of them are designed to look like cockroaches. Um, sorry, I'm getting slightly distracted. It's okay. Um, But during, because of this, like, getting received and sent back, uh, lightning comes down and strikes you know, Joey, as he's working on this robot, transforming the controlling device of the robot into this weird glove that he can activate, like, encases his entire hand in this large thing and turns the robot into, like, an eight-foot-tall beef man. But it's still a robot. And the robot's name is Hero Man. Um, He's got, like, he's got a very interesting design. He's, like, a very chunky feet, stuff like that. He has these red... He's... You know, red, white, and blue, mostly white. Um, there are some stars on, like, his sides. But the most interesting design aspect is that his arms have a red line on them that is also, like, across his waist and chest. So when he puts his hands on his hips, it looks like a big O. That's very good. Um, 
So Joey, using the big club thing on his hand, which can, you know, goes back to the regular controller size when he's not using it, uh, allows him to issue, like, special powers to Hero Man. Hero Man, like, will listen to things he says and can sometimes, you know, will act on his own to protect Joey. Um, but, you know, has some special abilities that need Joey to activate, you know, such as, like, a finishing move or a ranged attack, stuff like that. Um, Joey also gains super speed and the ability to create force fields. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like, while he has the gauntlet on, he can move at super speeds and can create, like, a bubble shield around himself. Oh. Or usually around himself and Hero Man. Um, so that's the brief, brief rundown of Joey Jones um and hero man the scrug come down to take over the earth because the professor was like hey we're earth and we're like well okay well we got to take over that planet right <laughs> we take over all the planets we got to take over this one and you know he it, the first like few episodes are about dealing with that and then it becomes more of a this is a like smaller stuff that leads into a larger overarching plot at the end um there's some romance of because you know joey does end up going on a date with his crush stuff like that um it's very nice it's 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 good i i've decided that joey jones is in the running for my favorite marvel character technically (laughs) Um, yeah it's hmm. I'm also learning that it's published by Square Enix because it was published like the the manga was because oh. Square Enix had a um a shonen magazine that this was in and that's making me realize interesting facts about what I could do with that later. You could play Joey Jones in an interstitial campaign. I mean, yes, you could do that regardless, but also Joey yeah. Jones could be in Kingdom Hearts. Yes, he could. <laughs> uh, also, um, there is an anime version of Stan Lee in it. Oh. He's there. He's usually just drinking coffee or asking for coffee. <laughs> Relatable. Yeah. Um, uh, Sai is cool because he has like a leg injury. Um, and at the same time, it like never. He He's usually on crutches or he has like a mono wheel, like electric thing. It's a motorized skateboard is what the Wikipedia article says. Okay. Um, that he just like sort of hooks his foot into and then balances on. Um but like, you know, he's I'm not sure if it's like a permanent disability or not, but at no point is like that the crutch of the character. It's very I feel like it's well executed. Um it's not really anything that I get to judge though. Yeah. Um I think a lot of Joey's design and personality and basically everything about Joey is like Joey feels like a trans boy to me. That's a headcanon I have. Um, I don't know. I just enjoyed watching it. It, take, yeah. it took me a while to finish it. It is only 26 episodes, but I took a lot of breaks in between watching episodes. Um, I would recommend it if you are interested in a superhero story that doesn't involve other superheroes. Yeah. I, I just, I did, there's more stuff I could have talked about, but I don't want to, you know, spoil things. Yeah, it's very good. I couldn't find a good picture of it, but here's a very tiny picture of Chaz Princeton. Oh, no, here's a better picture. Here's a much better picture. I'm going to send it to you now. Um, here you go. <laughs> oh, my God. That I don't know what I was going to expect from this uh, outfit, but it wasn't that. It's That's very, very good. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so funny. I love I love the Chaz. Yeah. After he wins a battle, or before he wins battles, he tells everybody he's going to Chaz it up. Oh my god. <laughs> Everybody loves him. Everybody chants his name. <laughs> and like, so, I'm going to talk about a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX again. Um, it's just like... Uh, halfway through the, we're well, not even halfway through the season, like pretty early on in the season, he leaves the school and then, because he can't beat the main character. And then when he comes back, he has to, he gets demoted from being in the top, uh, top house, essentially, of the school 
back down to the lowest level, which is where the main character hangs out all the time. And it, like, results in them slowly building a very strange friendship. Huh, okay. (laughs) Or, like, everybody else is there just like, yeah, what's up, Chaz? And Chaz is like, I hate all of you. (laughs) His room is so weird. Like, okay, when he first moves down there, you see his room. And it never changes from this, by the way. Okay. Um, Imagine a room. Where 90% of it is a large bed. Okay. Okay. And, like, the bed is so big that it's pressing up against the desk and all of the other furniture that is in the room that has been pushed to the edges of the walls. Like, this bed would take up all of the room space if it wasn't for the furniture that was still there. Why is his bed so big? What does he need a big bed for? I don't know. He just has one. Like, you'll see the main character's beds, they're, like, in, like, you know, extra long twins or something like that. Um, and it's like three of them stacked in a bunk bed and they have like a pretty big, like decent amount of floor space as a result. Mm. But this is like, you try to squeeze a king size bed into a room that's only slightly bigger than a king size bed. (laughs) (laughs) He's only one person. He doesn't need that big of a bed. You could very easily fit like four people on this bed. You know, he just has some future plans for his polycule that he's going to get. At this school. There's an episode where he falls in love. I, I told you some of the quotes from that. Yes, you did. But he, like, talks to his crush's brother. And the brother's, like, trying to be his wingman. It's incredible. And, like, they rebuild his deck to include cards like Love Letter and stuff like that. Oh it's very God. funny. Oh, it's so good. Man, he sounds exactly like you would be my favorite character. I am deeply looking forward to binging all of seasons two and three and then having to slowly work my way through season four because it's not been dubbed. Oh, no. It was only just recently this year released for the first time legally in English. Ah, huh. Did not know that. Yeah, but it's it's good. It's been a good thing to help me work through this Yu-Gi-Oh! pit that I've fallen into. Sometimes you fall into pits. Yeah. Alright, um, do you think we have enough time to do our final segment? I think so. I, I don't know how much stuff we can cut out. I mean, I don't want to get rid of it. Probably chuck the part where you couldn't hear me well, because that was funny <laughs> to the yeah. end. Um, and then there was like, you know, 10 minutes at the beginning. I just, I don't know how long this is and I don't know how long our next segment's going to be. Yeah. Well, we have, or my audacity is saying that it's like one hour and 12 minutes. Yeah. Mine's about like one fifteen, which makes yeah. sense. But it's like, I don't know how much of that gets cut. And if like, even still, that would be yeah. pretty long. This would be like our longest episode. But I also don't know how much of the Kathy conversation is going to get cut because there was just a while of us sitting there in silence. That's true. I mean, from what my experience of editing this podcast, it's usually about 10 to 15-ish minutes get cut, depending on how much silence uh-huh. there is, or on how much we talked at the beginning of the episode, before uh-huh. we start recording. Uh, so I have no idea how long this is going to end up being. How many How, how many do we have in the list? Um, currently, we have 27 that are Toby determined. Oh, boy, that's... Do you want to just do, like, ten of them? Yeah. Alright, can you send me the list again? Because I always lose it. Okay. Let me share. Alright, we'll just pick, like, ten random ones. Yeah. God, I forgot some of the stuff we have on this list. (laughs) Alright, so we're going to be sorting things into either a magical girl show or not a magical girl show. Yes. We had a full episode where we sorted things. uh, Yeah. And it's a very long list as of right now. Um, but we have 27 things in the Toby Determined. We're just going to do a few of them real quick. Um, let's start at the top with Kim Possible. Is Kim Possible a magical girl show? Uh, she does get that suit, I believe, in the last season. The, like I think that's like part of the, the Sitch in Time movie or something like that, right? No. Uh, was it? I can't remember. I, I don't remember. I don't. I didn't watch that much of Kim Possible. I feel like it has a lot of the makings of a magical girl show, but it's missing like it doesn't really have much of a trans. Okay, well that's the thing. 
It doesn't have a transformation sequence, but she does have, like, an outfit that she always ends up wearing whenever she's doing that part of the stuff, right? Yeah. Is the thing to consider. Because she has a fairy partner, sort of. I'm count- I'm counting Rufus as a fairy partner. You said fairy partner, and my first thought was, Ron? <laughs> oh no, wait, Rufus. Ron, Ron is also... <laughs> Ron is as effective as some of the fairy partners I've seen. Yeah. Kim Possible's a tough one, I think. It could go either way, depending on how lenient you want to be on some of the requirements. So I believe the super suit was during uh, the uh, So the Drama movie, where, like, that was when she and Khan uh, got together. And then mm. in the last season, she kind of wore it. And, like, it has, like, abilities and powers. Like, it can, like, regenerate and, like, heal her. Does it have a transformation sequence? I don't... Let me Google something. Let me Google the phrase Kim Possible transformation sequence. I started typing that and it said Kim Possible Transformers fan fiction. (laughs) (laughs) Can't say we can't go into that. I mean, I'm watching like a gif of like her putting on the suit. So it's not a transformation scene. It's just her putting on the uh, super suit. Yeah. I guess it, it depends on. I feel like she comes close, but... It's a tough one, because, like, I feel like that's the only thing she's missing, right? Yeah. It's, it's literally the only thing, and I feel like we've got other stuff on here that's that has less in common. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna give it to Kim Possible, and you can all come fight me if you want. Honestly, they should come fight me, because I'm the one who kept pushing for it. <laughs> all right. Kim Possible, confirmed Magical Girl Show. Yep. All right. Um, let's... Do you have one that you want to do? Uh... Let's do an easy one. Uh, well, I was gonna, hmm. What's an easy one, huh? I don't know. I was trying to look for one that's like, yeah, this is definitely a no. Uh, when did Back to the Future get added to this list? You know, I don't remember. <laughs> is Back to the Future in it? I don't feel like that's a magical it's not. show. <laughs> I honestly have no idea why it was on here. <laughs> I probably added it. I mean, I definitely added it. I'm the one who adds everything to this list. Um, but I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why either. <laughs> um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is not a magical girl show. No. I would argue that... I, okay, I'm not going to say that. That would be too fucking... That would too, be too much of a hot take for me to just say in the middle of our podcast. Digimon Frontier, I would c- count it. Digimon Frontier is extremely a magical girl show. Yes, it's definitely on the list. Alright, so that's four. We've done four. Uh, let's uh, get it off the list. I know Ghost Hound is put there because we're watching it together, but it's yeah. not a magical girl it's show. It's not, no. Um, Cute High Earth Defense Club. That's that's one that is, right? Yes. I haven't actually I, watched it, but I'm assuming yes, it is. It's a, but in, like, it's a, one of those shows that's like parodying on the magical girl uh, show where so the group is all guys, but they do mm-hmm. like they're they're magical boys. I think it's also Cutie High Defense Club. I think so. Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. Make sure I got there. Um, let's get like two more in there. Yeah, oh no, it is cute. Hi, it's not cutie. It's just cute. Okay. Oh, it was right the first time. All right, what else? Akipo and the Age of the Wonder Beast is not currently a magical girl show. No. But season two does come out tomorrow, so I'm going to wait before we sort it. Yes, because who knows what will happen. I feel like it could become one. It could very two. easily become one. Here's a question. Naruto. Um, I haven't watched much Naruto, but the stuff that I have seen isn't. I don't know what the Nine-Tailed Fox, the Nine-Tailed Fox counts as. I don't know if that counts as like a Super Saiyan thing. He does kind of, like, transform him. Like, he gets more fox-like when he uses the... He starts uh, glowing. But if... I'm gonna say this. I feel like it's kind of like Yu-Gi-Oh! Where it's he's more being possessed by the fox spirit than turning in, transforming. So I think it doesn't count. Alright, I'll take your word for it. I know some people think Yu-Gi-Oh! should count as a magical girl show. And I'll fight every single one of them. (laughs) Also, I'm gonna I'm adding Yu-Gi-Oh GX to the to the no list. Unless something wild happens in the next two seasons. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta I gotta make sure it's formatted correctly. 
with the capital G and the capital O. There. Excellent. Um, uh, Bo, Bo, is Boruto also? I, I Actually, I don't know anything about Boruto. I don't know anything about Boruto. It very easily either? could be. I don't, I mean, from the stuff that I do know, I don't think it counts. But if okay. anyone out there knows Boruto better than me and Cassidy, and you think it should, please just send us your explanations. Yeah, Boruto is the only one that I'll accept conversation about. <laughs> if you try to convince me of any of the other ones, I will block you on Twitter. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I think, that's, I think that's all we need to do for now. Yeah, that looks good. Alright, let me sort this, and sort this, and then I'll condense that later. Alright, um, so we've now got, let me count how many we have confirmed and such. We have 44 confirmed. Mm. We have 36 denied. Mm. And we have 20 to be determined. So we did 7. Well, we did 8, because I added 1. Yeah. Do you want to go over what's on the uh, confirmed and denied? That's a long list. Yeah, that is a long list. That's longer than the Scooby-Doo list I have to read every month. Yeah. Uh, don't worry about it. You know, if you want to know, we will tell if you. you. Want, if you want to know, I'll, I'll post it. Yeah. I'll, like, I'll do something so I can share this with people. Probably not this exact one, but like maybe something like it. Yeah. If you have anything that you want to put on the Toby Determined list, let us know. I'll put it on there. Yeah. Oh, you forgot to delete uh, Baruto from the list. Oh, I never sorted it. Did I? Did I? Oh, I did put it on the list. Okay. Oop, there we go. Yeah, so if there's anything you think we should add, uh, should we read, read what's on the Toby Determined list, though? That's shorter. Sure. So people don't send us things that are... Well, hmm. I'll... S- mm, I don't know. I kind of like the Toby Determined list being a surprise. Because then it's like a, people won't expect it when I say, is Wild Kratz a magical girl <laughs> show? Huh. Yes, alright. So that's it. Send us what you think should be added on this list to be considered. And we'll give you our very scientific analysis of what is and isn't a magical girl show. It's all science. Mm-hmm. Well, about hard science here on Precure Podcast Engage. Only science. <laughs> Only science. But we do it safely. Yes. I Well, actually, no, because I'm not wearing my goggles today. Um, but it's fine, because I'm not putting my face over any <laughs> exposed chemicals or, you know, anything like that. <laughs> All right. It's time for us to do the plugs. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for a place to send things you think we should talk about, if you want you to share your thoughts about the animes we discussed, or Kathy, if you just want to talk to or us. Or tell us why you think that Boruto should be a magical girl show. Yes. But that's the only one. Don't let me <laughs> catch you slipping. <laughs> you... I should be clear, I'm not blocking you with the podcast Twitter. I'm blocking you with my personal Twitter. <laughs> you can find us at Prepod Engaged on Twitter. And you can find me, Charlie, at Magical underscore Pride, where I have decided that I'm just gonna say that I'm just gonna be out as a vampire. That's just who I am now. It's true. It is. And I'm also talking about other stuff. Follow me to f- learn what it is. And if you want to hear more of my voice, you can hear me on the new actual play, the Mass Podcast, uh, that I do called Otherware, where I play a ghost. Not an actual- their name is Phantom. They say that they're a ghost, so. Which comes out once a month. We have one episode up. One and a half episodes. One and a half episodes up. So check that out. You can find that at Otherware Pod on Twitter. Do I do anything else? Uh, oh, uh, so you can also listen to my new podcast where I talk about the romance systems and games. I have pushed back the release date of Love Core Gaming to July for reasons. Uh, so that will be coming out sometime in July, not this month. 
sorry for everyone who is really waiting for me to discuss Mass Effect 1 with Jeremy, but you will hear it next month. But until then, you can follow it at Lovecore Gaming on Twitter, and you can also sign up to be a guest. And that's it. That's all I do. Mm. Take it away, mm. Cassidy. You can find me on Twitter at MadLobotanist. That's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. You can also... I, what do I do on Twitter anymore? It's a mess. My Twitter presence is a mess right now. Um, let's see. What do, um, You know, retweeting stuff that should definitely be retweeted. Yes. Vaguely talking about Yu-Gi-Oh sometimes. I've learned what synchro summoning is and how it works. <laughs> There's a good picture on here of Jaden Yuki saying all cops are bastard, especially whatever dumb bastard cop you're related to. It's true. I do need to take that Yu-Gi-Oh OC. Um, but yeah, that's like a total of the stuff that I've been tweeting. Um, you can find the shows that I do, such as Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast over at Kids and Their Dog. Um, you can also find RNGG, which does have a Twitter now. I haven't actually done anything with the Twitter. I haven't even tweeted any of the episodes and stuff because we're not tweeting about our episodes right now because of there are more important things to be posting. Yes. Um, but you can find that at RNGGcast or more actively, even though it's the same amount of activity over at Hey Let's Talk Cast. Um, because that's where I was originally posting the episodes. I still need to put up a feed for RNGG at some point. I don't know. But that's a randomly generated game design podcast that I do with Crash, and it's good. It is very good. I enjoy listening to you two make games. Yep, we did a visual novel, and this most recent episode, we accidentally made a MOBA. Um, and next time, at the time of this recording, the next episode is about vampires. <gasps> vampires? Yeah, I know. Ah. What a coincidence. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing for that for, for that yet, but it's got to have vampires in it, so or at least be vampire related. Well, you know me, Charlie, official vampire. I'm very interested in this. Oh, 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 oh! And like four days after this episode comes out, it'll be my birthday. Yeah, say happy birthday, Cassidy, or else, <laughs> or else I'll block you on Twitter. No, <laughs> <laughs> not for that. <laughs> Only for trying to tell me what is and isn't a magical girl show. I'll block you on Twitter. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, is there... Oh, uh, Apex City. Yeah. Just Apex City. Just go listen to Apex City. Yeah, just go listen to Apex City. Just do it. Yeah, just go do that. What are you waiting for? Go listen to it right now. Jeremy's already been on the show. Yeah. I can bring him back. I can convince him to come back on this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, you probably could. I'll send him a message right now. Live on air. <laughs> I could spell the word Peapod engage. Well, it's like right. the word Peapod, but the entire first half is entirely different. <laughs> I just sent him a message telling him to come guess on our podcast again. I just, I totally forgot what we were just talking about earlier today, which oh. is about volcanoes uh, killing people in Seattle. Huh. Yeah. Apparently there's like three active volcanoes surrounding Seattle. And if that, if one goes, they're probably all going to go and the people of Seattle will be like, it's like Pompeii, but modern day. Hmm. That sounds bad. Yeah. Uh, we should oh, end this oh, episode. Oh, oh, another thing. One last thing. Okay. I'm going to ask you this live on air. All right. Um, so there's rumors, rumors, very strange rumors that I'm not sure is real. But okay. if it is real, and, Dig and Disney is working on a live-action Digimon movie, is that something that we need to do on this podcast or my other podcast? Oh my god. Uh, we should do it on this podcast. Okay. I I need to know if this is a real thing. I don't know. All I know is that someone tweeted, breaking news, Angela Anacondas too. <laughs> well, if it does happen, look forward to that, everyone. We'll look forward to me talking about the first Digimon movie the, in its entirety. Yes. And I do mean the, the English one. Yes. The English dub, that's three different movies, but together in one. Yes. The best Digimon movie, which is just three movies. 
smushed together. Did you see that? No, I was sleeping. Sleeping? <laughs> but you're driving. <laughs> so good. Oh, I love Digimon the movie. Alright, uh, let's stop talking. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's end this podcast. So, do we have, did we have a way to end our last bonus episode? Uh, do, should I just do the normal pretty here one? Cassidy? You said to, t- you said to stop talking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my bit. I thought you were going to do the regular outro and then say the thing, and then I was going to be quiet still. All right, okay, I'll, I'll cut this all out. We can still no, do that. No, it's funnier this way. <laughs> what if we just end it right here? Don't even do that, an outro. That works, too. You sound like you're recording through three different fans, like, from 20 feet away. (laughs) That would be a really weird way to podcast. Like, I hear your voice, and then I hear, like, a secret robot dark version of you talking at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It's getting weird now. <laughs> I don't know what to do. You sound like you belong in a Michael Bay Transformers movie. <laughs> oh no. Like you sound like what I imagine Soundwave would sound like, which is the one that can turn into a boombox. <laughs> oh my god. Now I cannot hear you at all. <laughs> What's happening, Cassidy? Uh huh. What's going on? Um, I think you're in like, I think you're in ghost hell. <laughs>